guess the lesson I learned by starting in the business in a market that was so terrible is that I just had to adjust the dial of more activity. If I would make more calls, have more conversations, meet more people on any day that I did not have an appointment, make sure I got in front of one or two people knocking on the door of an expired or visiting with a vendor who could give me referrals. If I just cranked up the activity, I could fill the void, right? If there's 40% less, less listings, but I do 40% more to hunt them, I can close that gap. Welcome everybody to Vulcan 7 Coaches and Mentors. I'm Ren Jones, CEO at Vulcan 7 in Cincinnati. I am Lloyda Velasquez out here in Miami, Florida. And our guest, let me introduce our guest and hopefully I'll get this right. Amazing, when she first started in real estate at age 18, and not many people do that, within, within four or five years with the largest franchise in the world, she was uh, number one, after four years at age 18, number one in Century 21, Los Angeles area, and then number three in the, in the United States, and number eight in the world for real estate sales. How can you, I mean, that is just amazing, amazing. She uh, is co-led one of the largest real estate companies in the United States earlier on. Very, very involved in leadership with the Keller Williams franchise. Started her own company, Forward Coaching. I think one of her business partners also is Mr. Ben Kinney, as many of you know. I don't know anybody that has the wisdom to run this real estate business as Debbie DeGroat from now uh, Newport Beach. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. Good. Welcome. Welcome. So we have a lot of people that watch this looking for a way to get their stride. They want, they want, and, and they're in a, a variety of places. We have people that are doing 80, 100 transactions that just want to get to 150. We have people that would like to do 8 to 12 this year. And perhaps on the listing side of the business, as opposed to accidentally on the listing side of the business, want to see if you could come in and give them a few ideas, hacks, secrets, secrets and get get them moving north. Yeah, and what a, you know, good time to have this conversation because as we all know, inventory across the country is down by 40%. In fact, Ren, you know, you and I were talking earlier, my first year in real estate was a very challenging market. Fixed rates went from 9 to 18 in 12 months. And had I had more qualifications, I might have left the business. But at 18, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm all in. <laughs> and thank goodness for that. 9% from a low of 9%, everybody, a low of 9%. Yeah. And so, you know, I think the, uh, the reality of the market right now is whether you're a, a new to the business or a seasoned veteran, we're all feeling the pain of being able to find those those listings and make the buyers happy. My husband's 30 plus years in the business. He's a full-time agent. My daughters are licensed. So we are all in, we are real estate families. So, um, so I get it. And I think um, when, when I was thinking about what could I share that would be the most helpful, 
And again, this goes across every level of production. As I travel around the country and have the opportunity in a year to be in front of thousands of great agents, and you know, Ren, you know, I've been uh, 16 years selling, 22 years coaching or running coaching companies. I've well passed 100,000 private coaching sessions. So I have a pretty good insight to what agents say is their challenge. And one of the challenges is they will often have one or two things that they do very well, that many of you do very well to get your business. And yet when a market becomes stressed, it's not enough, right? I think of it like, you know, a wheel has multiple spokes and it rolls along nicely but if you lose a few of those spokes, it's a pretty bumpy ride. So my advice would be take those things you do well and do a deep dive into those and say, okay, well, but where are the gaps? So I'll give you an example, Ren. I, was, I always tease the audience when I'm speaking on stage that I can always find a gap. If they tell me they do something so well, I can find a gap. And I, I take on the challenge for somebody to come up and test me. And great guy here in Irvine, Fred said, he, he jumped up on stage. He said, you won't find a gap in my process of working my past clients in sphere. And I'll tell you what, everyone, he started going through all the things he did to work his past clients in sphere. And it was impressive and very complete. And I actually had that moment of, oh, maybe I won't find a gap. And then at the end of it, I said, wait, Fred, but I didn't hear you say that you called them. Oh, yeah, that's the one thing I need to do and don't do. So, so there's always a gap. And I always tell clients, that's the bad news, but it's also the good news because that means you still have hope to squeeze a little bit more out of your areas of specialty. But then I can pretty much promise you that right now in this market, that still will not be enough. And that's why then you want to add a third, a fourth, a fifth lead generation lever. What are you finding uh, are, are, are common ones to add? Well, I, you know, everyone's talking right now about finding the must move sellers. And, and that, that sounds wonderful. It maybe isn't as easy as it sounds, but there are some logical things. You know, our clients here at Forward are truly some of the best in North America, and they're really looking at some of the niches that maybe we pushed aside when the market was busier, things like divorce, because divorce filings statistically 21% will list the property within a year. So whether you're working with divorce attorneys or you're contacting people who have filed for divorce, which I probably wouldn't say, hey, I know you filed for divorce. <laughs> that spouse doesn't know yet, but it could be just a, hey, we have buyers for your area. Would you like you know, to talk about an off-market sale or selling your home for the highest price possible? Absentee owners, many of our clients are working and targeting out-of-state absentee owners. Uh, we do work with a lot of luxury and resort markets, so it might look like that vacation home or Airbnb owner, or it might just be a regular rental, right? Because you may have these absentee owners that are thinking, 
it's kind of a lot of trouble. I'm maybe a little tired of it. I don't know where the market's going. I could get my cash. So we encourage uh, maybe a letter that says, if you'd like to sell your property to a buyer willing to pay a fair and reasonable price, potentially purchase as is, and maybe even accept the tenant you already have in place, please contact us. Because what do absentee owners want? Quick and easy sale, right? They don't want to deal with that. Um, notice of defaults. We have a great client here in Orange County, Robert Barksdale, uh, Realty One Group agent. He is phenomenal at notice of default. And he actually goes out and knocks the doors and offers to help. If they can keep their home, great. He adds them to his nurture campaigns, help them in the future. But many right now have significant equity, but they're still in default. And he's helping them at the very last minute save those properties. So some markets have a few expireds and canceled starting to show up, which you know, that's a favorite, right, Ren? Those expireds, those are awesome. They're fun and they're, uh, they're doing just uh, really well this year. Compared yeah, that to year, uh, that it's not quite as aggressive as last year, so it's, right. it's uh, stronger. Well, it is. And that was one of my biggest areas of opportunity was expired mm -hmm. listings. And at one of the points in one of the more challenging markets, I think I listed something like 20 in one month. I only sold 13 of them because I probably overpriced the rest. Point being though, what a great niche. And, and I actually learned to get a little better. Um, I've noticed many of our luxury clients broke into the luxury market by working expired. So you guys have awesome, great tools for them to do that. I think the best on the planet. We have and t too, and we have NODs too. Yep. NODs actually become standard with our service. Yeah, and I think that's the key. You know, you've got to be smart. Like you, for an example, I said to someone the other day, they said, I'm doing, you know, circle prospecting. You and I, Ren, used to call it cold calling, but I'm doing circle prospecting and I'm getting nothing. You know, I'm making like 500, you know, contacts. I'm getting nothing. And I said, well, are you looking at the area where you're calling? What is the turnover rate there right now? So they checked with their title rep. They came back because they were here in California. Title rep could run a, a, a filter. It was less than 1%. But only 15 minutes away was a pocket market where it was 13%. So wouldn't it make sense to be a little more strategic even if you're going to cold knock or cold call and go to the areas that may not be as beautiful or as lovely, but they have actual turnover. Right, and and in your in some of the states that you're working in, or in California anyway, you have title companies that will provide that. In the rest of the uh, states, uh, it's a little more difficult to figure that out, but you can figure it out. There are areas like you say that, like like in our city here, uh, areas that if you're relocating in with, in our case larger employers here in town, there are areas that they direct them to go to. And so every three or four or five years, people are in and out. Well, and you kind of know just by working yeah. the market. Yeah. Know, this is a neighborhood. Everybody loves to be there, but you, you got, they got to die before you can buy a house there. Or, or you can even do things like if it's, if it isn't a non-disclosure state, 
you could even just run like a, a market evaluation on an area and say, well, how, how big is it and how many homes sold? But again, just really thinking through what are the opportunities that might make the most sense for me? And also, you know, one of the things we do well here at Forward Coaching is we really believe in the custom approach to coaching, which I would encourage you guys to take the custom approach to choosing your lead gen levers. And here's what I mean by that. You all have a different personality. You have different strengths and talents. So there are certain new legion activities that you might choose that you simply won't stick with because it's just not who you are. <laughs> or there are others you might choose. And while we all have to get uncomfortable doing things that are hard or different, they would be a fit for you. So Ren, for an example, someone who's a very high eye personality, mm -hmm. high influencer, they'd be so naturally suited to networking or or even door knocking but if you take someone super high c super analytical they would potentially be more comfortable working with those absentee owners right? i agree with you that analytical personality would do well with absentees and an expressive high eye is gonna is, is that energy so attractive they can just people uh, all they have to do is get in the way yeah so you find your things right but the yeah. bottom line is doing i think accepting the reality that right now it takes grit and you're going to have to grind a little it's not going to be a lot of fun for the rest of the year we are moving through this though and our goldman sachs advisors have you know very positive things to say about some improvements next year in 2025 being game on so it's not going to last forever every cycle feels like it will um, so whenever you're, you know, watching this, we may be in a whole new ball game because it changes every day. But I guess the lesson I learned by starting in the business in a market that was so terrible is that I just had to adjust the dial of more activity. If I would make more calls, have more conversations, meet more people, on any day that I did not have an appointment, make sure I got in front of one or two people knocking on the door of an expired or visiting with a vendor who could give me referrals. If I just cranked up the activity, I could fill the void, right? If there's 40% less, less listings, but I do 40% more to hunt them, I can close that gap. Right. The commission checks are bigger on the up on the, the good news. Right. Commission checks are a lot bigger than three years ago, yet they're what 25 percent more less transactions this this year. Right. Um, the uh, how should they structure their day? Because a lot of people in our business, they just alarm goes off, they get something to eat and they just do whatever occurs to them. How would you have somebody uh, newer in the game structure their day in blocks? Oh, I like a real job you okay. know, now more than ever. <laughs> I remember the first day I came to the real estate office at the age of 18 at 1130. My broker said, what are you doing? I said, I'm an independent contractor. He said, no, if you work here, you will come to work at 8 a.m. And when my daughters got their licenses, I sit here at the corner. I could see the parking lot. I said, your car better be in those spots by 8 a.m. 
And so my advice would be approach it like a business day. You know, mm-hmm. take your very important things that for your family, the things that you must do, your non-negotiables, mm-hmm. and take those out of your calendar. And mm-hmm. with, with what you have left, you structure in, as we've all heard a million times, get that lead generation and that lead follow-up time blocked. Does it have to be in the morning? No, it doesn't. However, your energy and focus is higher and less things to interrupt it. And I, you know, my broker told me three hours on the phone in the morning, you okay. take a break, you go preview property because you must have product knowledge. And then you go knock on doors for two hours in the afternoon. And then if you don't have any appointments, you come back and get on the phone. See, for all of you, though, I'm not saying that's your prescription, Mm -hmm. but you need to have a prescription, right? I guess the prescription, and would it be fair to say that any prescription that you, let's say they were on a coaching call with Mm -hmm. someone with forward coaching, would it be fair to say the end game, no matter how they get there, is to be in conversation with this many people each day? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because just imagine... Where there are people, there are leads. And absolutely, we should be speaking to the people we know well, the people who will support you in your business. But you know, there are a lot of people out there in the world you don't know, and some of them have real estate needs. So a phrase we're using a lot here is expand your range. So that might be, I'm working a bigger market Mm-hmm. expand your you know range reach and influence so i've got to maybe work different segments i might have to work a bigger market i might have to work a different price point and i have to get to more people the good news though about all of this is that what happened for me ren because i was just basic you know no mm-hmm. nothing special <laughs> um But when I learned to do that in a challenging market and then the market changed, I mean, my business went from 36 deals a year to 55 to 75 to 110 to 156. It snowballed because I use great technology like yours. I built some good skills finally, but the habits that the down cycle forced me to create now just became who I was and how I did business and my pattern. And it just boom, 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 just went crazy. So, so the down cycle actually preps you for a nice explosion after a couple of years because you have to, you're doubling down in your efficiency. For What's sure. Yeah. 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 You know, we've been talking about all of these lead generations, the, the structure of the day, um, I quickly want you to touch on mindset because I think that's mm-hmm. extremely important and that's sometimes what stops a lot of agents from actually picking up the phone, going to prospect, call expired. So what would you tell an agent that wants to do it but but something is still holding them back? They really need your help. When I used to call my expireds, I'd say that to myself. They really need my help. They really need my help. They really need my help. So when they picked up the phone, my mind was in the right place, right? And someone said to me the other day, I'm so good when I get to the table, but I just don't like to prospect. And I said, but you realize that is 80% of the job. 
right? If you can't do that 80%, it's going to be hard to get to the table. And I, I think um, working on skill and scripts, knowing your market and being an expert at the properties and the data in your market, those things give you tremendous confidence. And when you really do believe in what you do and that it helps people, you're more willing to pick up that phone, right? And I think everyone watching here probably sincerely cares about helping people and being value and it's good, you know, great service to their community. If they don't talk to you, they might get connected to someone else who's not going to help them, who's not going to take great care of them. But we got to cut the negative. You know, Ren, you and I have talked about this for years. Don't watch so much news. Be careful who you're spending time with. Watch your own self-talk. Read great books. Every single one of us here today, every one of us has bad days. Every one of us has doubts and fears. It, it's just, you know, when I see super salespeople, it's not that they don't have fears and worries. It's just how they manage themselves through that, right? So we need to reshuffle shuffle the deck, look at who our friends are, who we're associating with, uh, you know, how we're connecting with the outside world to shape our mindset. Crabs in a bucket, isn't that what they say? Yes, and that's a real thing. I actually went on YouTube to check that if one, all the crabs could get out of the bucket, but the other crabs pulled them back. Someone yeah. said the other day, but what if I'm, you know, married to someone negative? Should I divorce them? I said, I'm not telling you to divorce them. I'm just <laughs> don't talk business with them. <laughs> right? The coach told me to divorce you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to tell you that. Um, you know, the, the one thing, though, I said this to my daughters the other day. I said, this is still an industry that offers amazing and unlimited possibilities and opportunities. And, you know, we all just need a little help. Uh, you know, a coach, a mentor, my broker was an amazing mentor for me. Um, you know, we're always happy here at Forward to answer your questions. Even if you just want to email me, Debbie at forwardcoaching.com and say, hey, I've got a random question or do you have a script for this? Because Ren, I think we roll the same way that, it, you know, you have to pay it forward. You have to give back to this business. It, it's not all about just earning money from each other. So if you guys need my help, send me an email. Happy to help you. I like how you spend that pay it forward. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That was a total accident. I'm going to have to keep that, though. <laughs> I think you need to keep that. Yeah, that's great. Anything else you want to share? Any events or anything else they need to know about? You know, it, if you're watching this anytime before September 12th, we have twice a year a big annual Built How events. They are entrepreneurial conferences for the real estate industry, but we bring in amazing guest speakers, incredible panels, all topics covered, wealth building, taxes, uh, market predictions for the year ahead. If you're watching this after September 12th, just go to builthow.com also though, because you'll see the upcoming date of our next one. We do two a year. We have mm -hmm. about 3,000 people attend all brands, all types of productions from all parts of the country. So we'd love to see you all there. And Ren, I hope you're going to join us. And Lloyda, we got tickets waiting for you guys. Awesome. We're on our way. We're on our way. This has been a real treat, Debbie. And it, the best thing they could do is get involved. So reach out. 
Debbie at forwardcoaching.com. And uh, we'll go from there. Have a great day. And, and thank you. Thank you. All my clients, thank you for Vulcan 7. It changes their world. So thank Pretty you guys. Good, good, good. good. All right. Bye-bye.